0: This, 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 this this is mythical. mythical.
1: Live Nation presents Concert Week From now through May 14th Get $25 tickets To over 5,000 Summer shows
0: That's up to 75% off a summer Full of your Favorite artists
1: Dude I'm going to 21 Savage with my Nephew Keon, And we are so Hyped to see him
0: You have no idea uh, While you're doing That Nicole I'm gonna be Storming through The party like My name is El Nino Cause I'm gonna be Seeing some 41 <laughs> Skate Punk is back And it's not Pop Punk It is Skate Punk But also they have So many more artists To choose from You got Alanis Morris at the El Nicole, You're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way.
1: <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each.
0: That's right. Visit livenation.com concertweek to buy now.
1: That's livenation.com concertweek to buy now.
0: As the YN Rich Kids famously rapped, hot Cheetos and Takis, hot Cheetos and Takis. I can't get enough of them hot Cheetos and Takis. But, which spicy snack is superior? This is A Hot Dog is a Sandwich.
1: Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I
0: put ice in my cereal, so what? That
1: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Air,
1: And I'm your host, Nicole Handizade.
0: And today, Nicole, we are taking on two spicy snack titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, they're they're, they're awesome. 1A, 1B. This is awesome. There's there's no one else. I'm hype in the race. I am hype right now. This I is can a great podcast. <laughs> I can feel the citric acid and all that cayenne pepper in the red dye 40 yeah, yeah. coursing through my veins. Also, <laughs> I blame my ADHD on the red dye 40. That <laughs> do you remember? I don't know if you follow the scientific world like I do, but there was a study that came out that mm-hmm. was like red dye 40 uh, increases aggression of in schools of fish. I that watched a awesome. 2020
1: special about it. <laughs> it's very interesting because it does, right? It's like it's like documented. It was.
0: Like- yeah. Like a real peer reviewed study that was like this food dye. Anyways, uh, probably maybe a. Good thing that snack foods are, are taking a lot of it out. Yeah, uh, I agree. like Trick cereal. Uh huh. Y- you seem like modern Trick cereal. It's been a
1: while. I'm sorry. I did love tricks though. Tricks was one of my favorite cereals. I loved
0: it too. One, they took out the fr- actual fruit shapes. What? Ah, they're just what? Little, there's little balls now. Like
1: kicks. Tricks look like kicks. Tricks look like kicks. I hate this timeline. The tricks
0: kicks dichotomy, but not only that, the colors are now like muted because they took out all the artificial food dice and now it's like beet juice and butterfly pee or whatever. I know. Our whole childhood is going down. However-
1: America's losing the battle. (laughs)
0: We're losing touch. (laughs) However, that bright red food dice still exists in both Takis and Flamin' Hot Cheetos in spades.
1: My mouth is like- (laughs)
0: I, literally, the salivary glands have activated <laughs> yeah. thinking about the tip. Oh, I'm just drooling over the mic. You know
1: what the, the problem is? You know what the problem is? I love hot Cheetos, but the salivary gland is from the Taki.
0: You know oh. what I mean?
1: Like right now, the thought about eating a Taki is making me salivate more than the thought of eating a hot Cheeto, which is whack because I love hot Cheetos.
0: So, are, are you saying that Hot Cheetos are your preferred snack? For the talk? They are but
1: for some reason, <laughs> Takis make me salivate
0: more. Well, it's not just for some reason; it's because Takis took everything that people love about Flamin' Hot Cheetos uh-huh. and they just just cranked the dial up oh. to like high voltage. They're just, they like uh, there's Alex French guy cooking. Yes, right. Love him. He figured out a way to rig his oven mm-hmm. to cook at 900 degrees, oh. even though it only went up to 500, <laughs> by using the self cleaning feature and then breaking a safety latch. Okay, so what does anyways, that have that's, to do with this? That's what, that's what Takis did. They broke, oh, the they broke the latch.
1: They and broke they the latch. And they cranked the oven
0: mm-hmm. up to 900 degrees, mm-hmm. and they were like, you thought you loved spice and acid from Flamin' Hot Cheetos, well, America? I mean, and initially, this went to the Mexican market, right? Sure. This is from the, the Bimbo brand. Yes,
1: yes, it is. Uh, very famous.
0: Love, love all the Bimbo snack cakes.
1: Are they also the ones that do the, the penguin ones?
0: Uh, no, that's uh, I believe Gansito. Gansito. I don't know if it's owned by the same I conglomerate, um, but that I means a, a massive Mexican uh, baked good snack food conglomerate. <laughs> um, but anyways, they you know just cranked every single flavor up to 11. So there is so much more spice. There is so much more acid. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's better or worse. But I agree with you that there's literally saliva pooling in my mouth, thinking about the Takis Fuego going inside me.
1: Yeah, I know. But I I think you can eat more hot Cheetos. And also, I have a close relationship with hot Cheetos. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody that listens to this podcast knows my affinity for the hot Cheeto cream cheese bagel. (laughs) Yes, girl, preach. If you don't know about my affinity for it, I'll explain it right now. So when we used to have nutrition in high school. Yeah, that was a
0: a weird molecular. Millennial rebrand of recess. recess. Yeah, it was uh-huh. like
1: 15 minutes when you were like, you could like socialize and have a snack. I mm-hmm. guess was the point of it. And uh, the Beverly Hills School District decided, <laughs> titling it "nutrition" meant putting the worst possible foods out there for kids to eat. <laughs> So, we would take a buttered bagel because they had buttered bagels. It was basically a bagel with salted butter on it. Nice. Toasted very lightly. And then a little Philadelphia cream cheese mm-hmm. uh, a vessel, I guess. Mm-hmm. And a bag of hot Cheetos. Now, they also give you the option for baked hot Cheetos, I believe. Unless I'm, I'm not thinking correctly. Did
0: we switched. It I was somewhere. Know. So, the... God what was the act called it was passed while we were in high school Uh and so at my high school they switched every single fried chip for baked chip yeah and they took out all mainstream sodas for Izzy sparkling ciders Do you remember yes oh my god one those are fire those are so good they're good as heck they got natural fruit juice in it I mean it's the same calories and same nutrition specs whatever
1: you're taking me way back I I remember the cans like like right now I'm just racing my brain and I'm thinking about the there was a green one that I really really liked yeah That was the green apple one, maybe or kiwi I don't well nutrition and then we would make the sandwich and then just go about our merry days but we couldn't eat them in class because the teachers would be disgusted by us and be like these (laughs) are monsters
0: (laughs) well uh, hot Cheetos and Takis are both being banned at some schools because too many kids ended up in the hospital
1: with tummy tummy issues with tummy issues yeah Mm -hmm.
0: these kids are eating so much that they would get ulcers wow uh, I mean Lil Xan patient zero Lil Zan ate so many flaming hot Cheetos. I mean, I feel like he was doing maybe some other stuff that wasn't a healthy maybe, lifestyle. Maybe, maybe. You know, I'm not here to judge no, Lil no, Zan. No, we're not. Uh, I was actually listening to a Lil Zan song this morning on the he way here. He has which is actual funny.
1: music. He did a
0: collaboration with one of my favorite DJs named Whipped Cream. Whipped Cream, oh, come you on the podcast. Whipped cream, yeah. I love Whipped yeah, Cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, it's a, it's called "Told You So," and it's really great. Um, however, yeah, we didn't have talkies at my high school. I feel like they came out a little bit after.
1: We never had talkies at
0: our school, mm.
1: unfortunately. But I wish we did.
0: We had another snack that I think has potential, although one fatal Mm -hmm. flaw in this same category. And that was Flamin' Hot Munchies.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Why'd
1: you have to throw that one into the race?
0: Okay, so I... (laughs) What? To to give my official answer here, I love Flamin' Hot Cheetos for the nostalgia. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting because if you actually look at the flavor difference between Takis and Flamin' Hot Cheetos, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much Takis have more citric acid. Flamin' Hot Cheetos have cheddar powder. Correct. Correct. Those are the two things. There's still a ton of citric acid because, I mean, it's so sour. If you suck on a flaming Hot Cheeto, which we have done... An in, inordinate amount in the school kitchen. Those may be
1: the first thing you made me do working here. <laughs> I mean, like first week, they're like, "Hey, can you suck in the hot <laughs> Cheeto and try to recreate uh, this powder?" Nicole,
0: here's your here your here's your training manual. Now suck on these flaming hot Cheetos
1: <laughs> and try to recreate the powder. Which we recreated the powder of both of them. No, li- yeah. like
0: literally the second day you were here, we we made you turn a vending machine into a barbecue pit <laughs> and then caused a fire.
1: I caused a fire. No,
0: it was a, a confluence of issues. I helped um, cause a
1: fire. A lot of
0: black smoke pouring into the the the, yeah, <laughs> the parking lot and store they were not happy uh, but anyways so that's the flavor difference right cheddar versus citric acid uh yeah. however takis most people think of uh fuego when correct they talkies, right? Right purple now, bag
1: yeah I, right now i think our conversation is flaming hot cheetos versus takis fuego am i correct
0: well okay yeah but i think we can talk about the other flavors of flaming hot cheetos because there's flaming hot limon there's, there's flaming there's Flamin' hot extra hot they <gasps> They've done a couple... The fries? Of, oh, Flamin' Hot Fries. Flaming Hot Fries are my favorite. I
1: hate flaming Flamin Hot Fries. The texture of what? the puff is the war.
0: No. The texture
1: of the puff goes into my gums and lives in my teeth for like mm. hours. That's what I love. I hate it. Also, the cheddar jalapeno. I
0: don't enjoy those. So, here's like the weird those. thing is I love flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh-huh. I do not enjoy Cheetos themselves, and I do not enjoy cheddar-flavored snacks. Oh, my God. To me, they're just kind of ba- – I like, I Ruffles, sour cream, and cheddar, I, I think, are really delicious. Yeah. Doritos, nacho cheese, I'll, I'll gladly eat. But I'd rather have any other flavor of Doritos. Mm-hmm. You okay. know what I mean? And so I, I want that spice, and I think the Cheeto, the actual texture of it is not something that interests me. I prefer a corn chip, which is why I enjoy Takis. Makes sense. However, I do think Takis are incredibly dense. I'm still yes. waiting for my Messiah chip. What do you mean? I am like, uh, you know, how uh, you know our people are, are still waiting for the Messiah to come. Uh-huh. I am waiting for my spicy Messiah chip. I don't think the perfect spicy chip has been invented yet. Interesting. Po- because I think I love the flavor. I love the aggression of Takis.
1: So aggressive. It's the most
0: the aggressive flavor. And they're so crunchy. And all of them. And they're so crunchy. Yeah. It's so aggressive. But I don't love the fact that they're rolled, so they're mm. not quite dippable. They're almost too dense.
1: There are flamin' hot Fritos. Frito scoops.
0: There are not I They're I in I, our kitchen. Wait, we Do really? you want them? Like Loki, yeah?
1: Yeah, okay, I'll give them. to you.
0: <laughs> but I mean no, I mean they've made flamin' hot Doritos <laughs> in the past, you know, but I think they, they need to just like tweak that. If they took the Taki seasoning okay. and put that on Doritos, something a little bit lighter of a crisp. Because once mm. Takis came out, right? Takis are the difference between Doritos and um, a fried real tortilla chip. Yes. Right, is like a density issue. Fritos are like frying very thin raw masa, so you're getting more airflow in there. Sure. Whereas you go to like a restaurant, right, Mexican restaurant that's frying actual tortillas. I mean, they are dense and they are crunchy. And I like want that lightness from a snacking chip. Mm-hmm. That's something Takis doesn't give me, which I get that that density is something that people love. And it, it, like, works. That heavy corn flavor in the crunch works with all that spice on there.
1: Got it. But so I'm, I think
0: Takis have the potential. And they're coming out with a, n- a new line of, like, a bunch of different takis. They already things. have
1: so many Takis.
0: Well, not. I mean, they have a bunch of different flavors, yeah. which are all really great. Like, their guacamole is the first guacamole-flavored oh, yeah. thing that I've actually liked.
1: I really like their guacamole one. Their actually,
0: fajita's great.
1: Yeah, we're getting the, the blue Takis sent literally yes. in Instacart. Yes. Like oh. in, like I'm not kidding that they're coming in an hour, and I'm so excited to see what they taste like. We haven't
0: even talked about the Takis blue heat. I'm
1: so excited. Because I've try never them. had them. You've never had them. No, right? I've never had them, but every time I go to like a uh, Vallarta or like mm-hmm. another supermarket like that, I'm just like, I want you, but I can't have you because I know you're toxic. <laughs> so it's be- like a boyfriend, you know. It's like a bad boyfriend's like, I want you, but I can't um, have you.
0: Sister, I know <laughs> that one. It's <laughs> like he makes you feel good right now. He makes you feel special. But you know, like, where is this actually going? I just
1: want to say, like, I've eaten it. You know what I mean? It's like it's like one of yeah, those clown yeah. things. Like, yeah, I've had blue talkies. You so want to like what? look back
0: on it and yeah. kind of like yeah. smile for what it was. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating. We're dumping. We're learning. And we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I love that they figured out the formula where like people seem to love brightly colored things. Mm-hmm. They loved red. Why
1: not blue? Blue is so unnatural, though.
0: It is so unnatural. Like That's, it's
1: more unnatural than red.
0: I remember reading something from—I don't want to say it was in Cosmo. Why would I have been reading Cosmo when I was a child? But I remember reading an <laughs> article all that was read like,
1: "Cosmo as a kid, yeah, like, we so would I sneak like it."
0: Because there was one thing that was like, "Do you want to get skinny for beach season?" Which again is problematic. But I was eleven reading a Cosmo at the public <laughs> library. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, put all your food on a blue plate because there are no naturally blue foods, so this will uh, trick your body into eating less. Hmm. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know that this is a message I should be absorbing as no, a child. No, 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 no,
1: poor, but that's, that's poor, so poor, funny that
0: Takis, you know, made this blue heat chip, um, and people think that they – "Quote unquote," copied our flaming blue Cheetos that we made—the freezing cold Cheetos. They came out before. They came out way before. Yeah, 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 way yeah. Before. We we copied them to be yeah, clear. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. copied Takis well, I say don't we it we copied
1: them, but like we took inspiration. We were inspired by them. Yeah, we're inspired by everything. By the
0: well, hell, Talkies. Takis was inspired by Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Well, there you go. Takis came out about a decade after Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Flamin' Hot Cheetos hit markets in 1991. And uh, their invention is now hotly contested
1: mm-hmm.
0: based on the recent, you know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah, the whole drama. You can talk about it.
0: Yeah, so yeah, there was a lot of it. drama. I mean, everybody knows that uh, the janitor, well, the former janitor at Frito-Lay, Richard Montanyes yeah. who has an absolutely incredible story and still has an incredible story, and I still believe is the inventor of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Uh, he's working as a janitor, and he said that, um, you know, there was like almost a contest within the company to come up with new ideas to help Frito Lay and you know PepsiCo, it's owned by, um, and they wanted every employee to feel like an owner of the company. And he really took that to heart. And he noticed that you know he was at a Mexican market and he saw all the spicy Mexican snacks, and then he saw all these just cheese flavored American snacks next to him, and he was like, "Why aren't we in this market? There's a growing yeah. Latino population." And he also said he was eating uh, elotes on the street, and he saw, you know, the the chile and limon on top of the elotes. And he was like, we can just take that and put that on the Cheetos. So he said he stole just a bag of Cheetos off the line because he made friends with all the, uh, the like, line assembly workers uh, and then just, like, kind of, you know, sprayed them down some oil, tossed them in chili powder uh, and like, a little recipe he invented and then brought them in. And that was the invention of flaming Hot Cheetos. So smart. It's so smart. And I mean, then he became a VP of marketing uh, for Frito Lay for Mm -hmm. like many, many years. And he had been, you know, plugging the story a lot. He got so much press. He has a movie with Ava Long, or a a movie produced by Ava Longoria coming out. He's written two books about it. And then LA Times writes this absolutely bizarre article uh, not too long ago that read as a hit piece that was basically implying that he had nothing to do with the invention. And they got some Mm -hmm. people from a team at Frito Lay who were working on making Flamin' Hot Cheetos in the mm-hmm. Detroit area. And Richard Montañez is from California. And they were basically like, yeah, he had nothing to do with it. This is all some uh, MBA from Northwestern Interesting. who invented it. And then Frito-Lay comes out and they're like, yeah, we have no record of Richard Montañez ever working on it. What? Which is super bizarre. And then people started really digging into it and being like, well, one, the origin myth of any food is never going to be provable, right? Yeah, like they, they didn't it's have just like hearsay. It's it's absolutely hearsay, yeah. right? Like I don't believe that um uh what's his name? Caesar dude who invented Caesar salad.
1: Caesar salad man.
0: Caesar salad man. Yeah. He didn't he wasn't the first person. One, he was a restaurant owner. Why would he be the one making the salad? The chef made the salad. Uh but you know, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go out and try and write a hit piece on this dude's family. Yeah. Right? Philippe did not invent the French dip. You know, or was it Coles? or, you know, all this? Mm -hmm. Uh, Did Chef Boyardee, was he the first person to can ravioli? None of this stuff is provable. So it's like weird to write from a journalistic perspective. But anyways, point is, a bunch of people lashed out at how weird and bizarre the article was. Uh, And then Frito-Lay comes out and was like, never mind, Richard Montaignez did invent flaming Hot Cheetos. Psych, psych, psych. Because of all the negative press they were getting. And so it's absolutely bizarre. Richard Montanius, to me, he is still the inventor of Flamin' Hot Cheetos because he is the one uh, who that the power of the myth was behind. Correct. Right? A hundred percent. So, anyways, that was that. Uh, and then 1999 is when Takis come out that were inspired by, you know, uh, that. And then they eventually flooded the American market in, like, the early to mid-2000s. So,
1: when did Hot Cheetos come into fruition?
0: 1991 was when Hot Re- Cheetos officially...
1: What? Well, did you think like
0: it was it, earlier or later? I thought
1: it was, like, 2000.
0: No, I mean, I never remember life without Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Wow. Or Flamin' Hot Fries, because I was eating Flamin' Hot Fries when I was, like, you were. eight years old, <laughs> buying them from the Rite Aid.
1: Wow, really? I always, I would have no recollection of them, like, when I was a kid, but that's probably because I was protected.
0: Yeah, like, protected. you didn't, like, you yeah. probably weren't doing the shopping as a kid. No,
1: I was not.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: Not at all. <laughs> I think I would, I still have panic attacks when I go shopping with my mom, and she's just like, I'll be right back, and I'm like, Okay. I- <laughs>
0: I remember like the, one of the days I realized that I was in like a new income class is when I went to the store and I didn't have to only buy things that were on sale. Yeah. That was, that was wild for me. You don't have me. to. You don't have to. But you still do, still do. do. Right? Oh, yeah, meat especially. Meat only get sale meat.
1: Yeah. No, I never get sale meat. You never get sale meat? No, I don't Why? like sale meat. Something about sale meat makes me uncomfortable.
0: No, no. You don't get manager special meat. No. Manager <laughs> special meat you shouldn't get. <laughs> but sale meat, you always get sale meat because they just pick random parts of the cow to put Josh. on sale.
1: Josh, I can't do that, but like I will go to the sale and just like look at like uh, like like chips or like uh, <laughs> like uh, like, uh, like anything carbohydrate wise. Yeah. I'll yeah. Look at. Or if there's like fruits there, maybe maybe I'll grab a fruit. But bro, like, when
0: the kombuchas go four for five dollars, oh, you bet yeah, I'm stacking twenty in different. that cart. Yeah,
1: that's different. That's not the sale rack. That's just <laughs> a sale special. I can't like the meat. I can't. But that has nothing to do with hot, <laughs> <laughs> with hot cheetos or talking
0: No, 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 no.
1: But you know what I'm excited about? What's that? They are coming out with five new brand extensions of Takis.
0: I saw that. That is <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> pretty incredible. Which I think Flamin' Hot Cheetos, I don't know, they've done a lot of Flamin' Hot stuff. Uh, they have the puff corn, they have Flamin' Hot puffs. Flamin' Hot has gone to Doritos, to Fritos, to Lay's chips, mm-hmm, yep. all that. But I still feel like there's more innovating that Flamin' Hot Cheetos can do. I want them to wow me.
1: Like, what, what do you imagine, like...
0: I don't know. What, like, what is, uh, what is your dream? You know, I want
1: flaming hot experience.
0: Like, uh, some sort of like weaponizable flaming hot oh. Cheetos powder. Like, they should come out with flaming hot Cheetos branded pepper spray. Oh, you know, for ladies in parking oh. garages. Uh, uh,
1: that's like, like what, that literally. Oh, what, what that's I say? Like, Idiocracy. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's literally <laughs> idiocracy.
0: <laughs> no, but I don't know. I mean, Takis is coming out with all these new. Uh, brand extensions like do you see the Takis Watts?
1: Yes, Takis. it looks amazing. It looks
0: incredible. They're shaped like lightning bolts and they have such God. an explosive flavor that it makes you feel like your mouth is being electrocuted. Their brand language is a little bit more coy than what I just said, <laughs> but that's their whole thing. And I don't know if they're putting like mala powder in it to make your, to give you that electric heat, the mm-hmm. stuff that's in Sichuan peppercorn, mm-hmm. or if they're just upping the spice and sour even more. Do you
1: think there's a world in which? Another brand is going to come in and give us a crazier chip.
0: I don't – I actually – I talked about about this with uh, a journalist who – a journalist actually interviewed, like, me, Rhett, and Link together a while ago. And I don't know if the story ever ran. Hmm. But what they were talking about is the fact that chips can only get so spicy – before people are like, we can't take this. Yeah. Right? I mean, think about um the way that the fast food market has like, when sriracha started hitting big, every fast food place had a sriracha thing. Yeah. And then like ghost pepper was another thing that people knew. Ugh. and So they all started putting in ghost pepper sauces- but it's like, what's the point of a ghost pepper sauce if you can't actually make it that hot because mm-hmm. you need, you know, Midwestern moms to buy the chicken sandwiches for their kids. Exactly. And that's their market. So yeah. it's like, where do you go from there? And all these chip companies are finding that out. I remember when Doritos came out with Fiery Habanero, and those were really, really good. They were, Still mm-hmm. maybe one of my favorite chips of all time. Nice. So you could taste the habanero in it.
1: Oh, packy chips. Those little pocky chips. You know, the single...
0: Oh, yeah, the Pocky uh, is, one chip challenge. You ever,
1: oh, you did it. I did that. There's a video on my Instagram. I you doing that.
0: Did you record me? I think
1: that was me, yeah.
0: Oh, God. That uh, was a long, uh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I started throwing about? up on the floor and massaging ice cream into my mouth with my hands. Yeah, I remember? <laughs> my God. So
1: I guess it does exist, but I don't think we're ready for that as like, a, as like a society.
0: No, so what chip companies have been doing is because you can't go hotter, they've been going sourer. Ugh. I know, which like that is also going to reach its breaking point, and I feel like Takis is about to find that breaking point so the big mm. question is like where does the chip market go from there once you get so hot and so sour because you need to keep putting out new flavors right
1: I mean uh, let me tell you the best <laughs> chip as a plate is a simple chip uh, uh, hot Cheetos <laughs> and Takis are great but a salt and pepper kettle chip with the ridges no
0: way I, yes. Life is too short for plain flavored chips It's not tips. plain it's Whoa not pl- salt and pepper it's Wow not big not adventurous plain. bold flavors there Nicole No you no, no. Give me, me the weird Give me the shocking I love
1: weird But you can't be weird all the time <laughs> Sometimes Laughs are you it cheap. it normal I
0: want gasps <laughs> Nicole I want to be slapped in the Who face that? with that? <laughs> That's an all of a sudden Philadelphia quote uh- <laughs> But no, I, I, I love these chips because I want to be slapped in the face with flavor, and no one does that better than Takis. They are pushing the envelope. I think Flamin' Hot okay. Cheetos, they are resting on their laurels. They're resting on brand loyalty. They are about to be surpassed by Takis if they're not careful. And their Chipotle Ranch one tastes like bleach.
1: It is really nasty. That's like okay. the worst chip. I that agree with bad. you. It's actually nasty. Cheetos Chipotle but Ranch, on that point, on that point, have you ever had the, the uh, what is it, the Nitro Takis? Those are disgusting. Ni-
0: nitro are my favorite.
1: Ew, Josh. They're
0: they're twice as aggressive as fuego.
1: Ew, they're so disgusting. (laughs) Resting on your laurels, no. The point of a chip is to enjoy eating it. The point of the chip is to keep Mm -mm, eating a chip. mm -mm, mm -mm. You want to eat one chip and let it go?
0: No, not, oh, not one chip. I polish a bag of nitro Takis.
1: Exactly. But don't you, you feel. Okay. I
0: want a chip to challenge my authority as a person. What do you person. mean? Why are you so in depth into the chip. I chips? want a chip to make me feel alive no. by confronting me with death. Yes. <laughs> that is what I want from a chip. That is what anyone are wants from a chip. Okay? I want the sharpness are you and okay? the rigidity of the talkies to cut up my gum lines like they do. Ah, so and then get. All of that citric acid and cayenne pepper in there and just scream, you will never die.
1: The texture of (laughs) Cheetos does not even... Takis cannot hold a candle. Stop laughing. Takis cannot hold a candle to hot Cheetos. They are so crunchy. They are so delicious. It tastes better. Cheetos taste better.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Your, Your tongue is probably like cut up you probably have like
0: uh-huh. have
1: you seen <laughs> the guy in black panther that's like cut up on his chest yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what your tongue uh-huh. probably looks
0: like i'm not gonna be able to taste the anything scar in 20 years
1: tissue. <laughs> you have scar tissue on your
0: mouth i'm like the the thing that all the parents warned about where they like kids are eating warheads the sour candies and like yeah. you'll burn a hole in your tongue <laughs> and i was like that's bs and that i eat 30 more and i'm yeah. like ah.
1: oh my god no i'm sorry Hot Cheetos are so much better than Takis. You can eat more of them. That's the point.
0: I, I do think Hot Cheetos are more pleasant. That, you are isn't. you are right in that. I was I yeah. was just, <laughs> I was doing a goof.
1: Takis are really good though. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I if if I see Takis at a party or Hot Cheetos at a party, I'm probably gonna pick Hot Cheetos. But it's a cool party to be mm. at.
0: It's a good party to be at. I'm trying to think right now. Bowl in front of me. Mm-hmm. Do I go Takis or Hot Cheetos? And I would I would eat one Taki to prime my palate. And then I would start shoving my face with hot Cheetos. You're correct. You
1: know what you would do? You would suck on the Taki. You wouldn't even. Cho- you wouldn't even eat the Taki. You would just do, a
0: <laughs> and then throw it. Okay, literally the the weird thing about Taki. So I, I'm not a particularly health conscious man. Okay, you've seen me exist in you, the world.
1: I I, I go. I'm not explain it.
0: I know. I, I I will like. I'll eat a 50 gram of protein protein shake in the morning. Uh, And then I will eat like a whole bread bowl full with mac and cheese and then I'll go home and I'll make a nice light fatouche salad. You know, like I I like to exist in in both those. But like I drink Diet Red Bull and Diet Coke for a reason, right? It's because I can have 12 of them and not deal with, you know, any of the sugar high, the Mm -hmm. crash, the calories, all that. Mm -hmm. Takis are so calorically dense. This doesn't necessarily factor into my decision, Mm -hmm. but you can physically eat more Cheeto. True over time because it's which airier which which i kind of agree with like yeah. you can you you eat like eight takis and you're kind yeah. of like yeah. full yeah you know from just all of those calories and and all the flavor yeah whereas cheetos you just keep eating
1: exactly you keep eating also it's so much fun whenever you have powder on your fingers isn't it fun yeah it's you, so fun and then you get more powder
0: because you have eaten them for longer Yeah. what
1: kind of person are you are you a person that like you just it's <laughs> <this, laughs> Go gonna on. be gross are you the kind of person who like uh after you finish the bag, like, you lick your fingers or do you, like, wipe them off? Or, like, in between, do you lick your f- – like, what's your, what's your mm-hmm. like, moat? This is a
0: great question, Nicole. I'm glad you asked because I used to be a tooth scraper. One, I always wait until I am absolutely finished. Uh-huh. And sometimes if it's, like, a half-hour, 45-minute Cheeto-eating session, <laughs> I mean, you're getting a centimeter of, of Cheeto dust on your hands. And, and I'll tell you, I used to be a bottom tooth scraper.
1: What's a bottom tooth scraper? So I
0: would take well, the I Cheeto guess- fingers and I would go <laughs> – And I would scrape it physically <laughs> on my bottom tooth till I get, like, a chewable <laughs> mask. But now, I'll tell you what, I am a sensual finger licker, (laughs) which is even worse, because Nicole, look at me, look at my eyes. What I do is I get the Cheeto dust in my fingers, I I put one finger at a time, and I physically massage my tongue around all regions of my tongue, I like, (laughs) until I have licked the entire thing clean like a blow pop. Was that a satisfactory answer to you? And I do that with all of my fingers, starting from the middle, then going to the index, then to the ring, then to the
1: bankie. Start with the middle.
0: Middle always gets Wait, the you, thickest coating.
1: Can I ask? You said ring and pinky. That makes no... You're eating dumb. I go...
0: I know. It doesn't make any sense. I go middle. I go index. I Indian. go ring. I go pinky. Wait. Bomb, 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 bomb. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense, but that is actually what I do.
1: Oh, so you... you when you pick up Cheetos or Takis, you use your whole hand. Whole
0: hand. Correct, Amundo. Oh, I
1: just use... I use my thumb, my <laughs> finger, and my, my index finger, my middle finger, and I just poke at it. No, what I do is More I efficient. Put it, I, I put my thumb in next to my tooth, and I just go like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a baby, like a babe sucking at the teat. You sucking like your thumb teat, for flaming hot cheetah dust. Like
1: the teat of red dye forty, Mister <laughs> <that you're> gas. <gasping laughs> <in. laughs>
0: Suckle at the frito lay teat. You are hooked and you cannot stop.
1: Oh man. <laughs> Well, what is it?
0: Hold on. What, what is the future? Where is it, Where is this all leading? Because we love both of these snacks, and they, they got to keep innovating. they got to keep competing. I, I mm-hmm. think I agree with you, ultimately, that Flamin' Hot Cheetos, I do prefer. We grew up on them. It's nostalgic. You yeah. can eat more of them. But Takis, to me, is more exciting. Takis uh-huh. is like Bitcoin. I don't quite understand yeah, it, so but I understand that I oh should probably God. invest in it.
1: Well, I was going to say, <laughs> our, you know what the future is for you and I when it comes to hot chips? Yeah, yeah. We need to just invest in Frito-Lay and Bimbo. Bimbo, yeah, yeah. Well, we have to to do is invest and then maybe one day like hey look at these investors uh, let's bring them in and then they'll be like well like we have ideas
0: talkie coin <laughs> putting all my money in it let's go <laughs> all right Nicole we've heard what you and I have to say now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling around there in the universe it's time for a segment we call opinions are like casseroles This is a good one. This is at Ryder Rashley Allen. Hot dogs with cottage cheese is better than any regional style of hot dog. I would ask you, what region are you from? Oh, my goodness. Make that a regional style of hot dog. Ugh, what is this If you're mean? from, like, uh, Manasset, New York, is that a thing? Manasset? Manasset? I've never heard yeah, of some, it. Like a small town in Long Island? I don't know, Josh. If you're from Bend, Indiana, no, Bend, Oregon, make that a Bend, Oregon dog. Put that on the map because that sounds disgusting and people on the internet that will get mad about it. So
1: That sounds like a food crime.
0: That does sound like food crime. Yes. Um, cottage cheese, American-style cottage cheese, because when you talk about cottage cheese, you're basically talking about ricotta, right? Farm cheese. Uh... Uh, it's larger curd. Yes, yeah, it's a larger curd in, like, American-style cottage cheese. Yeah. It's all kind of the same thing, right?
1: Uh, ricotta's denser and yeah. smaller curds, and then cottage cheese is, like, creamier.
0: But it all just, like, refers to the most I basic guess. cheese you can make.
1: I kind of want to eat cottage cheese right now, though.
0: Yeah, why am I craving yeah. cold cottage cheese? Yeah, me
1: too cold. Weird. Like ice cold.
0: Because I was about to say it's kind of a crime, but then I started thinking about cottage cheese filled like in a hollowed out half a cantaloupe.
1: Oh, you would do that? Yeah. I wouldn't do that.
0: Oh, I love cottage cheese and fruit. Oh, no. Even though it is savory.
1: No, I would just have cottage cheese with salt. Interesting. Like a sprinkle of but you don't. you don't think salt.
0: it would go well on a hot dog?
1: No, I d- not at all. Oh. I,
0: I can kind of see it.
1: No, I so, wouldn't. I would gag the second I Why, touched though? it to my lips uh, because the, cold the cheesy co-
0: flavor, the
1: cold cottage cheese, and the hot hot dog. Well, microwave fu- it all together. <laughs> Stop <laughs> trying to make me like it. I don't like it.
0: Uh, this this is a combination that I would like to try because it's so out there. I've never even thought about it, and I can not imagine the flavors working together because I like mayonnaise-y, creamy things on hot dogs. Uh, oh my god! And I like the cold curds, of the cottage cheese, against the hot hot dog. I
1: have. Choose. I think it's very
0: interesting. I'd like to try this. Up and down my body. I believe you. Thank you, writer.
1: Gross. Okay. Uh, Chase underscore Hanson 440 says medium well is the least cooked. I'll go on a burger. I don't want too much pink to distract me. Uh what do you mean distract me? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what is the, are the colors are sensitive to colors? I'm confused.
0: Yeah, they're they're like uh like photosensitivity but like chromatosensitivity. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. That makes sense. They yeah. they have a like a, a disorder of the retina. Yeah. <laughs> and they cannot handle a pink burger.
1: You know what it is? I like my burgers medium well myself. I do too. Because I I don't like the blood that pools in the bread. I'm not gonna lie uh, to you.
0: Oh, okay. The
1: blood pooling in the bread makes sense. Well, so you a gotta flip your burger. No. So it doesn't
0: pool; it stays. If you flip your burger, no. I believe this, Nicole. If you if you flip a constructed hamburger every five seconds, it doesn't give the juice any chance to run. And it stays in the like middle it. like a gyroscope.
1: Josh, I hate it. Literally, like <laughs> whenever I see like a line of blood, like mm-hmm. uh, it may not even be blood. Maybe it's just juice. Like I just don't like the very vis. I'm I'm on the same page as this person, honestly. Yeah. I guess I'll still eat it like I'll still eat it and I'll still enjoy it and I'll still savor it but I think I like a more cooked burger patty so
0: the most famous burger in Los Angeles the father's office I burger I knew
1: you were gonna say that because you, got, you gotta it.
0: bring it up so this is the burger that literally it launched in god I think 99 shut, I think it's been around for that long shut up it's like really old I um, know. but yeah it really it launched the modern fancy burger movement in America mm. after his name is Chef Sang Yoon at father's office in Los Angeles put together like I think it? it's only maybe like a what do you like it uh, yes, I do. I do. I like it for what it is. But one, it's like hardly a burger because it's on like a, an elongated French roll. Yeah. And so a non-circular burger to me skews me out a little bit. The flavors are really delicious. There is a bacon and onion jam, jam on mm-hmm. it. Arugula. There is Taleggio <sniffs> cheese and it's... also blue cheese. Yeah, both. And then there is arugula on it. And the burger is grilled to bordering on the blue. Yeah. I have had some rare freaking burgers there. Yeah, me too. Um, And it's it's a good burger, but it... it it's a good sandwich to me. It's like a steak tartare, grilled steak tartare sandwich, <laughs> which I enjoy, but it does not satisfy like a burger for my money because it is so freaking rare that you get the texture of the raw meat in the middle, mm-hmm. which is not something I want for like a burger burger.
1: Yeah, I think I'm just a classic California style burger person. And char, literally when baby, I was char char char. When I was thinking of the blood and the bread, I literally thought Father's Office Burger. Yeah. So that's so funny. But yeah, I also I
0: don't love smash burgers. I also I do. don't love smash burgers. <gasps> I I, I, do. I don't need that much crust on a burger. I need some something in between a like mid rare, mm-hmm. meaty, juicy burger. And a smash burger, mm-hmm. which is also just called a normal burger. Yeah. <laughs> a, good, a good char-grilled burger, I absolutely love. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't necessarily need a rare burger. Also, the USDA warns against eating burgers Very cooked true. less than, like, 160. Very
1: true. Capital Burgers has a great burger, too. We should Ooh, talk about the I best burger. In a- You've mm. never been to Capital Burgers? Never been. They say that In-N-Out stole their recipe.
0: Ooh, girl. Let's we'll talk about that. Drama sure. alert. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Back to the cottage cheese. I don't want it. <laughs> At JMG5567, savory cottage cheese, sriracha specifically, is better than cottage cheese and fruit yeah, Nicole. Yeah, yeah. you live so funny you just talked about that yeah
1: i think savory. yeah uh it's not better it's just different and i think savory cottage cheese is is more my pace
0: i i could agree i will go ahead and jump in and say that sweet ricotta in a dessert is better than ricotta on savory dishes sometimes i really yeah. don't like ricotta in my lasagna i don't like ricotta on pizzas makes sense i love a ricotta cheesecake
1: yeah Uh, I think I agree with you on that. Okay, next. E. Gabriel Brown says nachos are best room temperature once the queso is congealed and the chips are soft. (sighs)
0: Sir, let me tell you about a little dish called (laughs) chilaquiles that I feel like you would really love.
1: Yeah, I mean, I understand. I get it. Mm -hmm. But I don't... uh, G- room temperature queso makes me sick
0: yeah the thought, uh, yeah. About,
1: it, the thought <laughs> about like spooning like just the way that it drags on the plate mm. makes me audibly like ugh.
0: the way like uh, a processed cheese sauce ugh. sets up in mounds and films and crusts after eight minutes in the open air without heat yes is a little unnerving
1: it is i don't hate natural. it
0: i just consider it like a savory fudge it's you fudgy, know it's, yeah. it's got that fudgy no. texture it's not my favorite um yeah, the cold, congealed nachos at the bottom of, like, uh, the way I'm picturing this uh-huh. is at an Angels baseball game. You get them nice. served in an Angels batting helmet. Cool,
1: yeah. You know, a little Never souvenir.
0: Never <laughs> And then you get to the bottom of this big old batting helmet filled with nachos, and it is invariably cold, and it, it becomes like a salad, um, but uh, albeit all mush. But no, I mean, this is, you know, chilaquiles, right? Which, I guess, but you, chilaquiles, the last bite of your chilaquiles where it gets guess, real soggy.
1: But my chilaquiles never has not like nacho cheese on it. Yeah,
0: fair enough, fair yeah. enough, fair mm-hmm. enough, fair enough. I respect your opinion. At I'm a cake ninja, red velvet cake is gross, overrated, and tastes like chemicals. Sincerely, a pro baker. <laughs> oh. No. I'm trying to find the right analogy for this, right? Because we've talked a lot about red velvet cake. Yeah. Red velvet cake, there's there's. In a traditional red velvet cake, there's no food dye. The mm-hmm. red comes from the alkalized, alkali-treated chocolate that interacts with vinegar in a cake, Correct. which vinegar, I don't really know what it does. It gives extra leavening to cakes because it, it evaporates.
1: Yeah, it does. Also, it gives, like, I don't know if you've ever had, like, a vinegar meringue before, but it mm-hmm. has, like, a or, like a vinegar pie or anything. Like that. Oh, but I've
0: had, a like, a buttermilk and vinegar pie, yeah, like, chess vi- pie. It has
1: a nice, it gives a nice tang, which offsets the, uh, the sweetness of, of the baked good, but it's not that prevalent in red velvet cake. Like, yeah. that, that... Vinegar flavor isn't the predominant no. flavor. So. No,
0: I mean, the predominant flavor is just uh, Dutch processed cocoa, like a little bit of yeah. it. Uh, so it's like a very lightly seasoned kind of, you know, cocoa cake with a little bit of vinegar in it. That's the OG red velvet. and That's yes. where it came from. Correct. But once that like red image of the cake became popular, all it became was food dye. And so like it became it. food dye cake with cream cheese frosting on it. I need that because I've had a legit scratch red velvet cake from a really good baker, mm-hmm. um, and it was really fantastic. It that's was a cool. very cool, like, moment in time sort of dish, uh, and it literally has to do with the chemicals that were being used to treat the chocolate. Yeah. And so that's really cool. But, I mean, I agree with this now is that it's all just – I remember I got a blue velvet cake from Ralph's.
1: From, oh, I thought they had, they had it at Milk.
0: Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Is, is Milk Bar just doing like Blue Velvet and Red Velvet Not Milk
1: Bar. It was another milk. Oh,
0: milk in... Like, milk jar. Too many bakers. Too many, yeah. I too don't many know, bakers. I don't know. Too many bakers. But, but yeah. yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. I love cake and Red Velvet cake is not in my top five.
0: No? No. No, no, no. Coconut cake. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Give me a good Southern coconut cake.
1: Oh, my God. Mm. It's just butter.
0: Butter and just... just
1: buttery know, goodness. Chewy coconut, man. Oh, my man. gosh. Give it. Mary Bear 93 says chimichurri is extremely underrated and I also use it as a salad dressing.
0: Yeah, what a great I sauce.
1: I love chimichurri. What a great sauce.
0: I'm always throwing like herbs and garlic and olive oil and citrus and acid and spices and stuff into sauces. That's like how I love eating yeah. at home. You grill any meat, you put some sort of herb sauce and I would just call all of that like a salsa verde.
1: I guess, yeah. You know,
0: but sure. like, I mean, chimichurri is typically, it's parsley, it's fresh oregano, it's uh, right. crushed chili flake mm-hmm, is typically mm-hmm, in it. Mm-hmm. And then a little bit of red wine vinegar, olive oil, salt. Correct. And also most uh, Argentines will get pissed off if you do it in a blender. Yes. Uh, You got to hand chop it um, and then mix it all together. And and it is really fantastic. But I, I made one of these sauces the other day that had, you know, like basil and pumpkin seeds and that i blended together but it's and,
1: good oh it? it's, it's, it's absolutely so great good. but
0: people are like is like is that a chimichurri like it looks like a chimichurri but you called it a salsa verde and i was like look i don't know every culture they just they, they throw things together and they mix it until it tastes good True. uh but chimichurri is like a very like kind of codified recipe that i'm sure people play with and they call it argentinian ketchup yeah it's great salsa Love de it. golf make, make a chimichurri <laughs> yes yeah, salsa de, explain salsa de golf uh
1: mayonnaise and ketchup
0: <laughs> see <laughs> es bueno. I <laughs> go, at Scott Buju, ketchup never belongs on scrambled eggs, hot sauce, or nothing. Look, man. What? Look, man. I'm doing what I got to do to get by in the day, okay?
1: Ketchup belongs on scrambled
0: eggs. I agree with that.
1: Belongs. I
0: don't know. Can you, like, justify it from a flavor profile perspective? What do you mean? So I kind of can't. Like, I don't know. Do you think the this eggy taste good. goes good with, yes. like, sweet and acid?
1: It works for me.
0: I've been doing it forever. I, the funny thing is... <laughs> I agree with you. I load, I load my scrambled eggs up with ketchup. I typically mix ketchup with sriracha or another yeah. hot sauce mm-hmm. and put it on there. But I'm thinking about it now. I hate, like, I hate when people put grape jam on like a breakfast sandwich with an egg. I hate when syrup touches my eggs. I don't mm-hmm. like sweet and egg in the context of breakfast. Uh-huh. And so I don't necessarily know why I love ketchup and eggs. I only know that I do, and I will never stop eating it. I will take that to the grave. You can pry the ketchup omelet out of my cold dead hands
1: i love ketchup with my eggs and i don't get people that don't yeah at anna kent says the correct hierarchy of mayo is duke's hellman's cutie craft miracle whip doesn't count
0: don't dog <laughs> mayonnaise- on miracle whip okay. Okay. come okay. on mayonnaise
1: man can you take this because honestly i don't care about <sighs> mayonnaise enough to like rate
0: it <laughs> absolutely so uh Dukes, I don't know that you can call it the best. Um, I I think that everyone grows up with the regional mayonnaise that they prefer. Uh, I happen to prefer Hellman's. We call it best foods out here. Best foods, yeah. I have Dukes in a solid second. This is probably going to upset a lot of people. Um, I actually dislike Kewpie for whatever reason. I still would have it ahead of Kraft. Um, However, Kraft to me, it doesn't have enough egg yolk flavor. It's too sweet.
1: It's too neutral.
0: It's too neutral, yeah. Yeah, I, I need some more acid, some more egg in there. Um, Miracle Whip does not legally count as mayonnaise. That is correct. It does not satisfy the government definitions. However, I love Miracle Whip for what it is. Like Miracle Whip on a tuna sandwich on some crap white bread is absolutely delicious. Miracle Whip is a beautiful coleslaw flavored aioli. <laughs> it is sweet, it is tart. It is beautiful, but I think this is actually a pretty good mayonnaise. Drinking. I'm trying to think if there are any other mayonnaise out there. Sir Kensington's makes a really good mayonnaise, but it's oh. almost a little too heavily seasoned for me. I
1: love Sir Kensington's mayo.
0: They have they have a good mayonnaise. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: My favorite. I think Sir Kensington's might be my favorite actually. It,
0: it's good, it's and bougie. they get a little flecks of black pepper in yeah, it. Make you feel alive. Real
1: bougie, but I think I'm. A, I grew up in a craft household.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, craft. interesting. Yeah. You're from craft mayonnaise.
1: Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's not that I prefer it. It's just all I've ever known. Yeah. I've never Fair gone enough. out of my way to taste <laughs> spoonfuls of mayo and be like, this one's better than this one.
0: Uh, just Mayo actually makes a really good product. They're a vegan mayonnaise company. Mm-hmm. Um, And they are a company that the American vegan Egg Board eggs. is trying to take down because their mayonnaise is mm-hmm. so good that they're threatening uh, egg-full mayonnaise uh, market. Mm-hmm. Um, But that said, their product can get tainted by the heat.
1: Oh, that's. Uh, and so I've,
0: yeah. And so I've had some. No, it doesn't even separate. It, um, it, it like gums up because uh, of all the vegan stabilizers in yeah. there. So I've had some that were like kind of heat tainted and sucked. But when they're good, they're good. <laughs> all right. We got at Sarah Hornstein 47. My brother will eat an ordinary sandwich on blueberry bagels, like ham plus cheese plus mustard. I, this is a hotly contested topic, uh, the bagel choice, because yeah, a I lot of people this. believe that blueberry bagels, uh, cinnamon raisin bagels, only exist as a trap to weed people out who don't deserve the good bagels I disagree really I, I enjoy them I enjoy them for what they are I, I would never put a full sandwich on it never I don't want to say never but um I wouldn't when I go for a bagel if I want sweet I eat donut if I want savory I eat bagel <laughs> okay I want savory most of the time so yeah. I eat many bagel many bagel uh, that said I don't love bagel sandwiches.
1: Oh, really? Oh, my God.
0: I don't think a bagel, I don't think it is best utilized as a closed sandwich. I believe all bagels need to be eaten open-faced.
1: Okay. I understand.
0: Thank you for understanding me. I
1: understand that, but I disagree with you. (laughs) I love bagels. You want to know what my bagel is? I sure do. Okay. So, on any given day, and these are my options, I would love to have a jalapeno cheddar bagel toasted... With a uh, scallion cream cheese, a big smattering of black pepper, like cr- crispy, crispy black pepper all over it. And then avocado, cucumber, tapatio hot sauce, red onions.
0: What an L.A. Jewish girl thing LA, to do. LA, LA, <laughs> Jewish
1: girl. Yeah, I am. That's what I am. And I'm proud of it.
0: That's so funny. I Okay, so one of my favorite bagels of all time. I don't know if their bagels are actually good on the general bagel spectrum, but um, uh, Isla Vista, uh, what is it called?
1: Bagel Bagel Cafe. Bagel Cafe, okay.
0: One of my favorite bagels of all time, and I could not tell you if it actually stands up in the general bagel canon, is Bagel Cafe in Isla Vista, California. Shout out UCSB, go Gauchos. But they would serve all of these open-faced bagel sandwiches. They did one that was just like uh, smoked salmon Benedict, and it was like you know a galley kitchen that was four feet wide, so I don't know how they were making a hollandaise. (laughs) <laughs> but they would toast it on the tin foil, and they'd put the poached egg on it that was cooked in a microwave, but you can microwave poach an egg you pretty sure good. You sure can, yeah. You sure can. And then they would put the hollandaise on it with the smoked salmon, and they would, like, seal up the foil and serve it to you. So you'd unwrap it, and it kind of steams that smoked salmon, gets a little hot, kind of primes mm-hmm. the palate.
1: Change the color a little bit. As was
0: delicious. But they would also, you know, they'd throw chipotle cream cheese on bagels with just a sweaty slice of cheddar cheese and, like, bean sprouts Uh, and it was good so like I I love that but bean sprouts but if I am eating bagels I'm typically a purist where I'm going plain cream cheese I'm going smoked salmon uh seasoned tomatoes toasted? red onion locks uh no not toasted mm. if it's a good bagel I don't toast it if it's mm. a bad bagel sure okay but uh, a good bagel like I am a bit of a purist on that which is shocking that's
1: fine you yeah. can. you are allowed thank to be you. a purist as I much
0: contain as you multitudes want.
1: yeah I also put a squirt of lemon on mine <laughs> <laughs> you have
0: like eight condiments the black Le- pepper me. the lemon the tapatio yeah and even the jalapenos and cheese baked into the bagel yeah that I... sounds like my order like okay, we should be what? flipped
1: you know what no we shouldn't
0: <laughs> and on that note thank you for listening a hot dog is a sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday.
1: If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at MythicalChef or at with the hashtag OpinionCasserole.
0: And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week.
1: And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at MythicalKitchen.
0: We'll see you next time.